Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Song Believer Taste Maker. Yeah, live from the Tastemakers Union headquarters for Tastemakers Worldwide. We're coming straight to you, our worldwide tastemaking listeners. I am your dangerously iconic host, Tastemaker Geb. I'm here with the greatest tastemakers around. Give it up for my co-host, Tastemaker Change. Tastemaker Change, welcome. And Tastemaker Laz. Let's What's talk about... Up? <laughs> What's up, Laz? What's up, Laz? Sorry, I didn't mean to talk over that, yeah. Oh, I wasn't. I was just saying. Let's go. How, how are you guys' weeks? Who? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'll go first. Dude, how was my week? My week was fun, man. Uh, it's been great weather. You know, yeah, um, that's awesome, and I've just been been back at, back on the grind. I'm off vacation now, and I'm back in the working world, and I'm uh, I f- I'm feeling fresh as a daisy. You know, uh, yeah. spring break, man. Oh it's yeah, dope. it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, new week, new work opportunities. Uh, completely agree. Change. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Let me ask. Um, what have you been listening to recently? Recently, uh, you know what? I recently revisited an album that I really fuck with from high school, uh, Psychic by Darkside. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah I... 2013, uh, yeah. right? Yeah, 2013, I think. Yeah, I, that's when I listened to it probably peak, like, sophomore year of high mm. school. Um, it's a great album. In high school, I thought of it as, like, a dope homework album, you know, mm-hmm. to, like, do homework mm-hmm. to. But uh, I've since revisited it and decided that it's also just a really good album to just listen to. Totally. And who's on that? Uh, who's uh, Dark Side? It's Nicholas Jar. And, right. And Nicholas Yar. Guy. Right. I'm forgetting the name of. Yar, Nicholas yeah. Yar, son of Alfredo Yar. Yeah. Really? Artist. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, we've got Alfie here, too, as a guest who is an icon. We love him. No. <laughs> This is this is a great thing about DIY podcasts is you've got an iconic dog as basically your fourth uh, fourth host fourth co-host uh, or fourth yeah exactly um, but yeah no oh Nicholas Yar right Nicholas Yar and there's a good there's a guitarist right? he's if I remember. With. I'm yeah they just put out a new single I don't oh, know really? yeah oh super I awesome. haven't heard it do you want to play a little snippet of it for us let's hear it it's called Liberty Bell. dug that i dug yeah. whatever whatever that was gonna lead into i'm, I'm into cool. it you know oh that's cool it's a cool vibe yeah oh there's some vocals there is right i've never heard a dark side track with this uh this audible and like this many uh lyrics so far yeah do yeah. we want to 
Turn it up for a second for the audience. That's that, super that's interesting. Cool. <laughs> that's actually, I, I dig it's, it. It's kind of sleek. I always oh, like yeah. Nick, Nicholas Yar's voice on yeah. the old, the on the, the on the Nicholas Yar solo albums yeah. that are like those weird ambient techno kind of collage yeah. things. And I always, I always thought his voice well, was kind of fun and sweet. You know, yeah. and then right, it's cool when he brings it in and kind of makes it this like guitar funk thing. Yeah, like this. Yeah, kinda, like it's his vocals are nice here too. I dig it, but it just sounds like oh, he could have been like a vocalist in the seventies. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, Doing yeah. like kind of you know what some type of Strawberry Letter Twenty Three stuff. That yeah. softness <laughs> of like mm-hmm. yeah, Shuggy, Shuggy I, Otis. I feel like Nicholas Yar always gets me to lean into a, a something that's like a little bit cringy for me but get me to like a like appreciate it and get into it in a really specific mm. like seductive way what kind of cringy like thing? just like i don't know like for the thing we were just listening to not that i was like really i didn't find it like cringy but i in a certain way you could hear the like kind of like disco like kind of i don't know the, <laughs> yeah. the disco like funky guitar kind of like roller rink like yeah feel to yeah, it as yeah. this kind of like well you know it's like nostalgia ploy or something but it um but it felt it felt like pretty uh it it felt pretty pretty really worked and new totally yeah. yeah well that was a great pick change you got anything yeah. else you want to say <clears throat> about it any any way you want to justify it to the haters that might be out there? I, I don't really know like what because uh, I feel like Dark Side. I mean, I haven't really listened to them that much since Psychic. To be totally honest with you, uh, and I don't know what the vibe they have as like you know their artistic personas. Do people are they are they hated or are they underdogs? I I I am ignorant. Of Probably that. underdogging it. Yeah, Hardcore. so then I'm, I'm glad that they put out this this track, too, you know? This is cool, this yeah. is interesting, experimental, you know? I'm glad that they're not afraid to try new things, you know? What? Yeah, what you say, I mean, it kind of sounds like, sounds like the vibe yeah. Yeah. of the old one to me, but... Well, no, the old one was, like, really long songs, and then they would, like, kind of have these really Very. slow, drawn-out builds. And Very, it was, like, yeah, quiet, like yeah, a really yeah, quiet yeah. record. Oh, I do remember and that. And all the yeah. vocals would kind of sound like um, like a ghost yelling at you from, like, a bus driving by, you know? Like, it just sounded so uh, mm. distant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, all right, that's a great pick. Let's, let's, uh, let's ask... Our fellow tastemaker, Laz, what, what, what have you been listening to, and how was your week? My week was good. My week was, uh, was, was sunny, except I started a new job in a basement. So Whoa. A basement? Yeah, it's in a basement. It's in what a, do you a do basement in a basement? Oh, oh I just scan. I'm just scanning. Right, right. You're telling me some about this. But there's something about I I didn't find out until the day it started that it was in a basement, and I was kind of like, she was <laughs> wow. like, oh, great, you're here, like, Come on down to the basement. And I was like, oh, You live here now. Shit. Wow. Yeah. And so, Love basements. So I stepped into my my doom. Um no, it's a it's a good job. I'm like so I'm psyched about it. So I guess posy. My week's been posy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Posy week. Posy more than money talk. More than money talk. Um the album okay, I want to plug this album called Pop Uga by Shuta Hasanuma. Um 
Mm. And it's a, yeah, it's, it's like a kind of a, uh, like a collage Yeah. It's a super collage fast collage album. Um, wow. by, uh, this guy. I've like listened to some other records by this dude, Shuta. When did um, this come out? How do you spell it? In 2009. Uh, S-H-U-T-A and then Has- Hasunuma. H-A-S-U-N-U-M-A. And the album's Pop Uga. And there's this song called Vol Struggle on it. Whoa, well let's, uh... If it's... Can, Is this some, like, food man type experimental stuff? It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty experimental. It's kind of like more songy song writing, but using, I don't know. Okay. One of those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say. Change, change is giving us a snip. This is Vol Struggle off the album Pop Uga. Pop Uga. The books, yeah, totally, yeah, totally, yeah, yeah. Totally. I books. loved the books at one point. I thought they were very yeah. interesting. They're, change, change, uh, yeah, change the you'd books. love the books, maybe. Yeah. Um, they're like also a kind of collage folk, like electronic yeah. avant garde thing from like the early 2000s, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. They're very interesting. Uh, uh, Nick Zamuda, Nick yeah, Zamuda, right. Yeah, I think someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very cool. And it reminded me of that, and in a good way. Um, totally. Yeah. yeah. And it's also funny as your friend, um, like knowing you've been making these kind of compositions, sample based uh, little pieces uh, yeah, yeah. on Ableton yeah. and. You know, out of uh, individual samples of notes of instruments, and I'm seeing how this maybe I'm making my own personal connection that this might be making those synapses fire to spur that project. Yeah, because it's like a, a like mind. Definitely, uh, definitely. I yeah, I was listening to a bunch of this kind of sounding stuff over the summer, this mm. past summer, because it was like, yeah, I was really fascinated with like, just like how you can maybe tell us, you know kind of like retain like a sort of some kind of like conventional pop song format or whatever but mm. just like have the elements that comprise that be like really like really i don't know un- unable to un- unable to like identify as like, like they're totally what their sources you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like if you can retain that kind of like recognition you know like familiarity yeah. of a pop song but have its which like people you know i don't know people have kind of already solved or like that's like a cool Sophie way to conceptualize like the the collage. Yeah. Like you described yeah. this this work yeah. as like a as like a collage and like then what you were just sort of saying about that like that feels very similar and that idea mm. like that's super cool like an audio or like a kind of sonic collage. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this yeah. is made up of wow. yeah. beautiful discussion. Thanks for bringing it in, Tastemaker Lass. That's fantastic. Let's pop Uga by Shuta. No, Papuga's the awesome. album. Yeah, Papuga 
It's, is the uh, album by Shuta, Shuta, Shuta Hasanuma. Hasanuma. Check it out, Tastemakers. And also check out Psychic by Darkseid. And also the new Darkseid single. Yeah. You, um, you have anything you listen to? Oh, well, you know, in the past week since we last recorded, things have been on the up and up for old Geb. Uh, new jobs, new opportunities, money stacked upon money. Uh, artistic inspiration out the wazoo. I'm going crazy. I was going to ask, are you making that money? Absolutely. Uh, if, uh, you know, I knew Laser, you'd be excited about this money talk. Yeah, we're making bread. For a second, we were very worried that we just were not going to be making bread. Now we're making bread. Uh, spring break, great time. Hard on the bank account because you want to party. But, uh, you know, you don't want to spend that much money. Yep, and in times yep. like that, when you need an on-the-go party during airy season, when you got all this fired-up, balled-up energy, that's when you got to listen to something like uh, Motown. Right. And I would recommend for any listener that thinks, man, I just want like a, all the Motown hits all in one place. Yes, boomers, I'm talking to you. But I'm also talking to maybe people who aren't boomers, but I'm mainly talking to the Aries. If you really want to see your, uh, you know, the best of Aries in music, really go to Motown and see Diana Ross and uh, Marvin Gaye, both uh, iconic Aries and probably two of the foundational stars of that label. Particularly, I've been listening to a lot of Diana Ross uh Come See About Me is a song that's been tugging on my heartstrings. If everybody... Yeah, we love Diana Ross. This is this is a great song, too. <laughs> I love that, too. But yeah, for all you Aries out there and everybody else just experiencing Aries season, uh, experiencing the beginnings of spring, mm-hmm. um, have yourself a little party in your room or a picnic out in the park with your friends while it's still safe with COVID. Right, and put on just some Motown and feel that simple star power pleasure that uh, it can give you that Aries season is all about. Lady Gaga, Elton John, you know, Celine Dion, all Marvin Gaye, Diana Ross, Al Green, Mariah Carey, big front people with big voices. Aries, mm-hmm. and that is mm-hmm. the time that it's for. Mm-hmm. Get on your roof and holler. This song's fire. It's undeniable. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. So, we've got an amazing lineup of pretty crazy releases mm-hmm. uh, for you guys today. Things are really starting to heat up. You know, in the year, and it makes sense. We've hit Basically. April. Yeah. Hey, yeah. checkpoint. <clears throat> we've hit the check. We've hit that checkpoint. Even. Yeah. You know, yeah, the music release. This true. was a big, uh, big. These essential COVID. Alfie, great opinion. Great opinion, tastemaker Alfie. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> but what? Right. This is around when like Fetch the Bolt Cutters came out. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I what, think so. The, yeah. What's the exact date on that? Yeah. Well, it was like right at the beginning of uh, Aries season. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, not. I didn't mean Aries season. 
right at the beginning of COVID was when this uh, when that album came out, and uh, as everyone knows, that was the critics' pick of twenty nineteen. I mean twenty twenty. Uh, and deservedly so. Uh, it was a very fun record that was in not fun necessarily, but uh, emotionally yeah, fun, yeah. emotionally fulfilling on a certain level. Like I listened to it while riding a bike a lot. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. So this is always a great time. Change is right. This is always a great time for riding a bike, listening to music because it's spring. So releases always start slowly yet. Yeah, Churning out, trickling out around this time. It's no mistake. Springtime, they're trying to get in those spring releases. Get you to, you know, Song of the Spring. We're not ready for the Song of the Summer, but we are ready for the Song of the Spring. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's how... So, Tastemaker, Laz, uh, what, what's the run... Give us the rundown. What, what, what's, what, what, what are we going to start with? What are we going to start with talking about today? Well... I think we should talk about uh, Stereo Gum's five best songs. Okay. Okay. Totally. Some songs. Of course, some classic, some classic tracks. Um, Okay. Yeah. Um, And so, uh, can can we get what? What are we going to go with these? Um, I think start from the real estate song that came out. (laughs) Hell yeah! Half a human. Uh. It's, uh, yeah, this is just, we, you know, we got to get through these, these songs. We got to get a picture of what, right. What's the landscape of quote unquote good music Uh right now? Uh Uh-huh. All right. So it's real estate, half a human. Let's hear a little bit. Please make a change. You're making a face. <laughs> Please I, I, elaborate. I don't know. This is like 40 seconds into it. <clears throat> yeah. And it was still just Nothing's like... Happened. And I yeah. mean, now they're a lyric, so I look like an asshole, but... Yeah, but some, it, was, it was some serious Ooh. classic rock noodling for the first yeah. 30 seconds, and there's some a little suspicious about it. Yeah. What I was, he gonna, I what was like... he gonna say, though? <laughs> no, man. You, that's the thing, then. It's just like the, these soft voices. Like, not like in a... Like, soft isn't bad, but it's just hard to know what they're saying. He yeah. doesn't have a lot of character. It feels mm-hmm. very vacant. Uh, they always have. There's a kind of like... Yeah. I'm just here. Kind of like um... vacantness to... Real estate vocals. Do you, been do you there. think they're trying to? They're aspiring to be like the Steely Dan of what they do, or something. Ooh, God, that is a paradigmatic shift in the way I think about them. And I, honestly, I don't even know if I can answer it. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy, really. do you have a theory? I do, feel like do you have I an answer. Have always thought of them as like too minor to aspire to that, but maybe they're. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And then they hit the the hiccups. Well, but they had a, a shitty bassist or whatever. Shitty guitar guy. Shitty guitar guy. Uh, but don't you think yeah, the right. guitar Ray-Bus I guy. thought was better yeah. on that? Yeah, like, that, the new guy's good. The new person the, they got is good. Yeah, the old guy Hopefully was the I'm foundation not... of their sound, I guess. But yeah. this yeah. new guy was playing licks that were surprising a little. 
And yeah. I was like, well, okay. Maybe maybe they're a big enough band now that they attracted a guitarist who wasn't just a guy they grew up with. True. You know Yeah, this was a, a good opportunity for them. <laughs> yeah, it sounds a bit like... It, it's a pretty stiff song. I don't know. It didn't move me. It's, it's, it's the kind of song that sounds like it's supposed to... It, like, traps you, and it's supposed to make you feel good or like free or something and instead gives you anxiety like that's how yeah, i kind of yeah. felt about this song yeah um it really wanted you to feel the vibe that it was laying down barbecue yeah. vibes they're yeah. really like a barbecue and fireflies band you know what i mean like mm-hmm. just sitting there flipping burgers flipping hottie doggies you know talking to your buds in like a hawaiian t-shirt before they were co-opted by the boogaloos yeah uh-huh. you know what okay yeah whatever uh, you know, I just you I got I had to throw mine all out, whatever. But uh, let's uh, let's go on to the next song. Um, oh, the next song. Unless is... does anybody have anything else to say? I didn't. Even no, know. not right, not cool. really about that. No, all right, let's keep moving. Real estate <laughs> yeah, joint. we're not really about the taste that real estate are a little bored on that one. Fire. Um, yeah. Now is the next song on the list. It's for, now parentheses forever momentary space by damon Locke's black monument ensemble and another name that's running off the screen oh but, i feel like this might be um, it's, it's cool kind of experimental let's let's move like 30 seconds in. yeah yeah actually yeah, so we can idea. maybe yeah so this is like 40 seconds in totally <clears throat> This was good, I thought. This was cool. Yeah, this was this was tight. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. Damien Locks had a an album that came out a couple of years ago too that got mm. kind of good reviews and was mm. kind of low key. What's up? I thought it was super interesting. What's, what's his deal? Like, I don't. I don't know who's. It's just like kind of new wave of jazz kind of thing, like. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's all this kind of sound of like these repetitive kind of beats. There's a lot of kind yeah. of like re- repetition of yeah. phrases. He's always got like a kind of chorus of like people repeating these very loaded kind of phrases. It was very int- I can't remember what the last record was called. I feel like it might have huh. even been like a kind of conceptual project on oh, some cool. level. But it was cool. It was, yeah. It's a similar sound. This kind of odd like, you know, I don't know sort of dreamlike sound yeah it almost feels like it's this, built on loops right yeah 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 it's eerie was, it's kind of it's yeah. kind of unclear what's a like a sample or whatever right or what's, or what's, a, a, what's a, a band like a band which is it's a very nice production then and that's yeah. like the way it's cleanly uh, yeah all right there was then, there was a i think that i think it was like it was partially recorded outside or something. Cause at the end it's like they're outside and they're like, that makes sense. Is it done now or something? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What's going on? Yeah. dude? <laughs> the last Somebody's one. Somebody's trying to walk past them. Like, <laughs> can I, can I go? <laughs> <laughs> the last one I think was a live album too. Like it was know. all recorded live and maybe they added. Oh yeah. Things yeah, yeah I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Something interesting about that. It was like kind of a live album, maybe with overdubs. Or... That's cool. It was yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, I think some of this music is kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah. All right. What? About, how about we just like move down the list to the next yeah. one? Uh, Price of Blue by Flock of Dimes. Sounds good. Um, it's one of the best new songs. Yo, I think I remember liking this one. I did like. What it was this? A lot. 
It's like play guitar. Over me. Go as 30 seconds in. Nah, man, this starts right away. Okay. Nah, but it is a six minute song. Okay. I wasn't, at first I was a little like, huh, about a six yeah. minute like indie rock dirge. But honestly, uh, Singer's got a nice voice, which beckons me in a lot more this, this, than it would have. Singer's great. Yeah, yeah it's great Beautiful. husky yeah. voice. Yeah, <laughs> I really like that. Who's the band on that? Um, Flock of Dimes. Dimes. Yeah, Flock of Dimes. Dimes. Interesting yeah. name. Flock of Seagulls <laughs> reference? Is that what's going on? I'm um, not really sure. <laughs> I remember, yo, I just think Flock it's of, annoying like when the song is too similar to the band name. Oh my god. <laughs> this Price is such a good boy. And then the band is called Flock of Dime. Like that sounds like you're making that shit up on the yeah. spot, you know? Yeah, totally. I would I would You're looking so. at book titles in your <laughs> apartment like like uh just putting them together to make band names, yeah. Yeah, that's not gonna real like that guitar yeah, they really sang, made that guitar sing. Yeah, that some song. soul in there. Oh, yeah. oh, oh my some God. grit, and it's cool. Like that, you know, it's like very. It's the kind of song. I kind of it's like, oh, I want to sing. It makes you want to sing or something. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's like very like, like uh, kind of romantic, like almost like Jack Kerouac vibes on that song. I guess yeah. or something like I'm on the like on the road. I literally put together just like on the road with this being kind of a road song <laughs> sounding song. Yeah, but yeah. Well, it does. It it's makes tight. me want to finally learn to drive, so I can drive around <laughs> smoking a cigarette, thinking yeah. in the rain on a strip mall, thinking yeah. what the fuck happened to you know my life? Why did it go this way? You know, and also why are there so many beautiful moments? Yeah. You know, what is yeah. it all? All that stuff. It does. Yeah. It's a great. It's and it's all because of that guitar lick and that husky voice. And right. that, oh my god, the voice was beautiful. They were really beautiful voice, yeah. Good, and good production, too. There's some weird... There's some kind of, like, chain on the voice that's really, really pleasing. It's, like, half clean and half really mm. distorted, and it's kind of... Yeah, nice mask. Had, had a cool feel for it. Um, the next song is the K- Kiro Kiro song. Oh, Kiro Kiro Benito? Yeah. And when we were oh, when we were oh. listening to all these songs the other night at, Shane, at Shane's here, where we are... Watching Dark Souls and listening Dark Souls to this. and Kira yeah. Benito. Yeah. Iconic combination. Iconic yeah. duo. Hell yes, brother. Oh, and it gets right into the hook. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. Kiro Kiro Benito's never been someone who, like, wastes time with that, you know? And yeah. I really appreciate yeah. that. Love it. Right. Oh! Oh! 
it's right. so tight. Clearly, it's, it's a, clearly, that's cool. the tastemaker's pick. I mean, just if you you couldn't <clears throat> see on the other end of this, but God, your 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 host was head banging to Helen back, and change went rogue. And just started playing it louder. Yeah, man, I went When, script, you know, man. it seemed like maybe you should start turning it down. You just went louder and we loved it. And it, it was like, totally you know, changed a sugar the vibe high. It sugar totally just absolute. changed the vibe up. <laughs> I took yeah. control of the took situation. Control of the situation. Took control, took control. I, took, I had to take control of the Janet situation. Janet Jackson, control. <laughs> um, that's a yeah, great... It was, it was yeah. a good song. I mean, it's like dopamine. Carol Carol Bonito is like... They're kind of they're kind of good. They're pretty like dopamine engineered oh, yeah. wave kind of thing. But I I love to listen to Kiro Kiro uh, at the gym, you know, because it, it really kind of it, it, if you need to get hype or something, yeah. you know, you're like, yo, I just heard a song, <laughs> you know, lifting. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah. hype shit. Okay, and then there's Great. one more song on this list Fills called a hole called me. called a white elephant by Nick Cave. That Nick Cave song with like some other white elephant isn't that a type of um, uh, like Christmas exchange? You do like a white elephant. Oh, that last song was called "The Princess and the Clock." By the way. Oh yeah, the Kira, the Princess and the Clock by yeah. Kira Kira Benito. Well, just just perfect. Three taste making. Takashi Murakami meets um, drugs. We love it. Yep. Meets antiseptics too. Murakami on dr- on drugs, basically. But now we're <clears> on <throat> to Nick Cave. Well, this track was pretty tight too. Protest to me was on the neck of a statue. The statue says I can't breathe. Protest says now you know how it feels and he kicks it into the sea. Isn't there a part where he says like that? Like, I'm gonna shoot you with my gun or something. Yeah, he says some crazy <laughs> stuff on this yeah, track. He's like really violent. Yeah, yeah. He'll like, just I'll be... shoot you in the face right now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. A lyric. Right, he's, it's like, I'll shoot you in the face, woman. Or yeah. Oh my yeah. god. It's crazy. This, uh, this track was pretty nuts. I always really appreciate Nick Cave more than I even like the music. Yeah, yeah. He's a great writer. And if you follow him, his like red letter files, red hand files or whatever, mm-hmm. where he responds to his fans. Mm-hmm. Amazing writing on like what um kind of the songwriting writing process. Guy's really great. Mm-hmm. Put puts together ideas beautifully. He's been through a lot of tragedy and has really been able to concoct some beauty out of it. I love it. Um, but sometimes I'm always a little like the blues riffs with the spoken word and the Lucifer like yeah. chain. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel yeah. like yeah, I feel like it's like the Lucifer show on Netflix a little yeah. sometimes. But the writing's Oof. great. Oof, Nick yeah. Cave. I mean, look, the Nick, Lucifer I love you. The music. No, Nick, I love Stalker. you. But... Was that song like uh, something Lee, Stanger Lee, Stagger Lee, Stagger Lee? Yeah, right. Right, his yeah. take on an iconic blues track. Yeah. Um, so, what, what were you, you want to play that little Nas X song? 
Yeah, should we should we give that a little check out? Like, I Just mean, maybe that was on lists prior, but it seemed like in the past week I it was feel still like getting a lot heard of attention. This one, you know, this one's big. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably all heard it. the little yeah, yeah. Well, we we I mean, we kind of liked it. Yeah. Uh, it's all it scratches the itch for me if I'm gonna be honest. Same way of Caro Caro Bonito, yeah. where I need yeah. that kind of sugar high. I agree. There's yeah. a there's a little bit of like having those weird cheap. Yeah. Like kind of um, pop anthems or like span, pop. but also he's got this kind of like it's a little bit in the vein of the kind of like Spanish guitar. Yeah, yeah, so, hip hop yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, like Completely. what what this song was, and I, I it kind of scratches an itch for me. Music yeah. that's kind of actually good for dancing, dancing, yeah. right? <laughs> At a party, that should <laughs> my is... take. Yeah, <laughs> this is music actually that's good for dancing. Yeah, but, unlike I mean, I feel like that is real though. There are people, there are people, but there are like songs like get this. Yeah, all, there are songs that get on the it, same yeah. charts as this or whatever that are just that are like pop songs that are right. like. Dancey, but they're not really for dancing. You know, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's too, they're too they require too much attention in the runway or something. But this song is like a very like I don't know. I feel like it 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 the background in a way is very present in the song. So. And it's yeah. got that sick music video, right? Yeah. Uh, that everybody got so po'd about. Yeah, because they're all morons. Controversy. I mean, really. I what mean, is the controversy? The controversy is he... That he's gay with the devil. That's like what the video, I guess, is. I don't even see oh, it, but I've oh, seen right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think more recently, too, he tried to sell shoes that have blood in them. Oh, well, that's weird. They, <laughs> and they got, like, seized by the government or something. Like, the judge ruled, um, like, you can't transport blood. Okay. <laughs> I think that's like that that's a, in, inhibiting his artistic impulses. It's not it, like you know it's legally obtained blood. What's the issue here? So it's yeah. like Lil Nas X is like maybe a maybe a a, a, a Satanist. Yeah, people are, people are of course nervous. People are of course yeah, like of course the right wing nut jobs yeah. are convinced that because he uh, is kind of in a very clearly parodic manner. You know, yeah, ma- yeah, yeah. very clearly making fun of this stuff, well, or not making fun them. of it even, he's but just like being yeah, 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 like, 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 yeah, like, like happy with it. It's yeah, kind of like campy, I feel like it's kind of it's smart, you know, because it's like he he's gonna be, I don't know. I think after he came out, I feel like people's perception of him got more you know like like some people were happy about it but then obviously some people you know are homophobic or yeah. of course you yeah. know thought it was like weird or something like that or or just i don't know weren't didn't think it was cool for whatever reason uh and he's kind of just being like all right well they're gonna you know criticize me so i'm just do something crazy and that you know kind of just plays yep. that instinct we <laughs> love it and it's yeah. cool like i hope i hope Lil Nas X is charged by the same yeah. kind of ambitions that charge this one in the future. You yeah, know, like, yeah. Do some crazy shit and don't look back. Yeah. Yeah. On the Tastemakers podcast, we love people, as you know, we love people who go for it. Go for it. And Lil Nas X is going for yeah, it. He, he yeah, he goes just for it do every it. time. Just do it. It's perfect it. that he's with Nike doing mm-hmm. these shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think they're Nikes. Yeah, buy Nike um, shoes. The blood ones were gonna be Nike. I think it was Nike. That's that's, that's crazy. It's kind of dank, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. I think that's amazing. Really, yeah, it had it had a pentagram on the front. That's awesome, dude. Like yeah, that's awesome. really cool. Mm-hmm. Whoa, Satanist sneaks. Satanist mm. sneaks, baby. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. So, what are some other songs right. maybe we should talk about? Well, 
basically we have a few selects from the pa- the pitchfork uh, list of songs. Oh yeah, um, we got a couple tracks. Maybe the top should... pitchfork picks. Yeah, pitchfork's um, been touting some of the, some of them got best new track too. Maybe we should. Uh... Yeah, which ones got best new track? Can we read them? We got Black Midi, right? I know got best new track. I can say off the top of my dome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the M. Doom Mokhtar, right? The, mm-hmm. uh, the, oh, that was cool. That, yeah, I really fucked with yeah, that track. Yeah, we liked that. Definitely here. That was really... That was like a seven-minute, like, psych rock guitar solo thing, right? Mm-hmm. That was and, and Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, that was another big one. The great song. That was just like... But yeah, let's hear this for a second. Afrique Victim. Af- Afrique Victim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Yeah, like, Africa big team, probably. Yeah. I don't speak French or whatever. That song what, is what a crazy. fun track! Yeah, yeah. I think that's got that. That was great. Yeah, and I love the album artwork that I saw too. It's like oh yeah, it's got this kind of like Art Deco green. Oh, art strange. Deco. Yeah, 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 it's just beautiful. Yeah. I don't know. I love love that kind of guitar. Ever since like I was a little West kid, African Great yeah. Gatsby or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Ever since I, when I was a little kid, I saw a documentary on Ali Farka Toure. It was a African guitarist and he the music I thought oh man this is so interesting it's such a distinct sound this mm-hmm. kind of very thin guitar line that kind of snakes around and there's a lot of trills and fills mm-hmm. and it's very cool it's very similar in a lot of ways to um, a sort of Spanish kind of Mexican guitar playing style too oh. electric guitar playing yeah. style uh, in the same way of like high notes and a lot of trills and like yeah, nice. this kind of weird thin kind of psychedelic sound uh, naturally, yeah, and I just I, I love this kind of sound and I feel like slowly just like with the jazz stuff we're coming around to it a little more in the oh, culture because yeah, rappers kind of right yeah. they're uh, they're starting to bring the guitar <clears throat> I, into yeah. their songs you know the Spanish guitar. Why not start bringing this weird, needly kind of African mm. or kind of Mexican guitar into yeah. this this kind of yeah, uh, yeah yeah whoa or like Dude. even the yeah the the the, the I think it's I think it's Dominican bachata yeah music, of course like with the, Exa- uh, yes the, those guitar sounds are, are kind of up that that's alley exactly too, what I think that might be exactly what I'm thinking too stringy yeah. and and plucky percussively intense it's awesome yeah. Um, those two things, yeah, like those three. That that yeah, right. This this kind of right, man. That, that would be so cool. Well, we love Mdu Mokhtar, Got our brains moving. What's what's the what, black black midi? midi? Track? What black midi? What? Well, what, what is he in a black midi? I don't know. Yeah, I don't you know. know I know midi. them, but uh, like, you know them. What's the deal with them? Before I play it, like some like proggy thing from they're they're from like England. young they're like teenagers yeah yeah um, they play really well like they play crazy yeah, they yeah. sound like you know some crazy thing but it's like kind of just like 
absurd. Like, it feels like it, like, honestly, it's like a joke probably to a lot of people of what, like, 17-year-olds making noise music is like. Is it John L. or Despair? John, play John L. John L. Alright, so 17-year-olds making noise music? Yeah, 18-year-olds, uh, maybe. Like 18-year-olds, okay. Yeah. Okay. Looking <laughs> like, like an avant-garde kind of, like... Yeah, yeah like, you'll dark, see. Just, like, talented 18-year-olds trying to be really avant-garde, yeah. Just like on fucking PCP. That was... Yeah, it's just like a Scottish dude singing the South Park theme song. What that <laughs> yeah. sounds like, I mean, uh, which know, is cool. oh, it's interesting. Yeah, kids can yeah. clearly play. Yeah. Like we're not gonna take that away. They're not just messing around. Yeah, no, I thought no. They're like there was some a lot of strings on that. I heard like I thought almost a violin or something. Oh yeah, I thought that was kind of cool actually. And some piano, some piano. I feel like I heard because I listened to the track on my own and there was some like banging piano or some. It sounded like they were expanding the sound a little bit. It was cool. The show was really from their last record. Their last oh. record. What's what's their last? Their last record, record sounded a lot um, like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Just Wait, like, I got. I got to hear this. Bear. I got to hear this Olivia Rodrigo track. Oh, right. okay. Right, right now. for Tastemaker <laughs> Laser. Tastemaker <laughs> Laser needs I, I Olivia heard. Rodrigo <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh, dude! I see you here, Deja Vu. Right now, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I fucking play. All right, dude. Yeah. We need to hear I thought, Olivia I thought Rodrigo it's really well written. Ta- sing music. She's just painting a picture, you know? <laughs> Oof. Skip ahead like a set, like a. Just like severely disappointed. Yeah, I was so. Right. I love this. I love these vocals right now. Yeah, yeah, they're really great. Yeah, this is nice actually melodically. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. I love it. Hmm. Yo, right, that was wow. the drop. I didn't expect it to go into that. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Immediately, I thought I heard, I thought it was just a bunch of dudes with, like, trumpets and elephants just, like, rolling out of, like, <laughs> like a door, yeah. like a small door in a room, and just, that's what that felt like. It's so funny. It's kind of dope, though. I love the it. shit you can do with just an electric guitar. <laughs> Good-ass crybaby pedal. Oh, my, oh my God. God. You remember that Meatloaf track where he makes the motorcycle yeah. sound just with, with like, reverb? Old yeah. Tiny Runger. Yeah. Toddy Rundgren. Oh, Rundgren. Rundgren. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Meatloaf didn't. He's not nearly he smart enough. Meatloaf is not smart enough to do something like that. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, that song. That, he's got a that, voice. He's got a voice. Yeah, what that really felt like to me is like in a late 90s, early 2000s movie when everybody. When they got really into using time lapses. Yeah, I'm sure. And then everybody's yeah. like, it's like, oh, it's like, we had a breakup. It didn't work out. All these things, all these plans, all these cars I had sex with, these yeah. didn't work out. And then the world is zooming by you in a time lapse. And you're just sitting yeah. there like, what do I do? Yeah. And that's what that song very much felt that, like. You know, that's interesting. Maybe the kind of the kind of music, that, that sort of aesthetic came out of the need for music to su- su- support uh, monta- like 90s montages. Wow. You know? Life is so yeah. fast, yeah. slow it's, energy. It's, it's like a visual... Well, uh, I feel like there was definitely uh, a sort vibes. of a dialectic of the two, you know? Yeah. Like, it was the films were like, yo, they're making this kind of music. And <laughs> the we films fucking, went, no, yo, The yeah. films were like, yo, we can just do montages to this. And yeah. then these kind of yeah. hack artists who were kind of coming up in the same <laughs> yeah. scenes as these people whose music got montaged yeah. were like, yo, okay. we gotta, we gotta like get our fucking shit out here. We gotta make some montage music. And I'm then, just gonna stop you. Do not talk that way about Avril Lavigne, okay? I love that Avril Lavigne. But that music balls. is literally that, you know, the album cover that's like, her standing in the middle of that busy street and you see kind of just wisps of it's literally that like it's i love like, that i love that it is oh my god it's, that's the coolest idea ever i love it and plus it feels it's, like a shot from like, the matrix but it's avril lavigne's yeah. album covers so but that's sick. what i'm saying is olivia rodrigo is capturing she's bringing yeah. it back she's yeah, bringing that aesthetic back, back of like yeah. slow times like internet age, yeah. just looking at the glow of my phone. I'm a kid. Exactly. I'm sad. But Life is passing me by. Yeah. Nobody cares. Got yeah. my head on the window Infinite of a car driving. But it looks cool when the car's not moving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, all right, so. Those are the songs. That's the state of the union, people. All right, so these are the new tracks. All right, well, how do we feel about these picks, you know, and these, uh, you know, like, what, 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 what do we think? How is Pitchfork trying to steer us? You know, what what, what dirty go. money I deal, think, what dirty money go. deals okay, were done here's, to get these here's, songs Here's picked. the thing about Pitchfork is that I think they're trying to, I think Pitchfork, the way they operate, operate in terms of taste making is keeping people in perpetual confusion. Like uh, making people they don't know what's going to be cool next week. So it's true and, fascism um, because that is creating yeah. chaos. Quite literally, yo, that's like Isn't Hannah that like Arendt one shit. of the definitions, right? Hannah Arendt, that's Hannah right. Arendt, like, yeah, like, like you need people to constantly be in a <laughs> right. state of uh, and Pitchfork is doing that yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, um, man. this is mass hysteria orchestrated by. Um, I, I mean, I'm not. I hope I'm. Like, we're call, we're we're calling it like we're calling the shots as they like as, as they are, you know. <laughs> I feel like yeah, yeah. Stereo Gums list was more coherent 
Yeah, I didn't, like so I didn't like it as much though. No, me yeah. neither. No, no, no. It's more bias. It, I mean, uh, so but, are we? Are we? Uh, I mean, it's not. More are we biased, susceptible to the to the aesthetics of fascism that that we like know. the pitchfork one did better? You really not? I think you like the pitchfork like the. I didn't the like actual all of them. eleven songs that we had to listen to. No, I didn't or like all of them, to. but I liked I liked some of them, and most of them were more memorable to me than maybe yeah. there was one of the stereo gum ones. Let me see that list. Right, because you you like Price of Blue. I did fuck with Price of Blue. All right, there uh, we go. That, that was the stereo gum. <laughs> oh, and I like go. no, I personally like the stereo gum one a little better. I, I it, it had a Care Care Bonito. Well, where That's was that? true, yo. I was, I thought, I was so out of, out of sync right there. I thought Kiro Kiro Benito was on the pitchfork one. My bad, dude. Yeah, see, and I think, I think that they're fucked for not picking that. Yeah, we're, we're, when fucked. we're talking the five best songs, we're really talking Stereo Gum, and I think Pitchfork's list was full of just nonsense. What? what well, Black the Mini Pitchfork one, I like. I'm doing my talk. Fantastic. Yes. No, Fantastic. no, they, no, they Olivia had, Rodrigo was tight. You they, know, they had totally no Pitchfork had had some actually really great song. Like they had some of the most cutting, whatever uh, stuff true, true. on the on the scene. But just now, the fact, I feel like it just ma- it sort of uh, sullies the whole experience of these songs or whatever by having them kind of crammed together like some very like incoherent yeah taste like, preference. That's you know? true. Yeah, that's just like. They have this playlist, Pitchfork Selects, and it's like, no, it's so clear that it's a large staff. Because it just, yeah, it has well, they no through line. They keep getting yeah. criticized for like, yo, you don't like this kind of music, you only like this stupid blah, yeah. blah, blah, I'm sad, shoegaze. Yeah. Um, and now they're <laughs> like, well, alright, we gotta hire somebody who, who listens to stuff that's good, you know? Right, and then yeah. they keep having to hire more people, because there's it turns out there's a lot of good music, and yeah. Pitchfork is just getting what It's uh, not just one what genre, if, yeah. What, yeah. If the people, what if the people working at Pitchfork realized that it was, like, completely dis- decentralized, and there was actually no headquarters, there was nobody running the company, they're all just sending each other emails wow. and keeping each oh other accountable but there's like no real like <laughs> yeah. institution at all there's like a, there's like a byzantine like chain of bcc's and cc's on the different like like screw, like tome length email threads yeah. about what the fuck is going on yeah and one day they go into the office and it's pitch black and you and he turns the chair around and it's like, he's like, mummy. I'd like to talk oh. to the CEO. <laughs> You're right, and it's just a little straw doll with a yeah. skull on the front. And it's going like, it's got a note on the front that says like, music oh is God. dead. You know? Like, <laughs> and and then, then you're like, oh my God, oh my God. And then you realize you're right. in the Freedom Tower. You mm-hmm. realize you're in the free, <laughs> which is where Condé Nast is. Yeah, is that where they work? Wow, yeah, that's where they work, man. That's crazy. This is no, but then the I feel like in that work environment that we probably accurately assess from their picks. Right, it sounds exactly. Um, right. Definitely, what's going on? Uh, and I think from that work environment, the only way I feel like because it's so hectic, as an employee, your only goal could just be to get on them as more email threads as possible. You know, in this yeah. situation, you just would have yeah. to keep. Like be like you yeah. have to learn more yeah. and more and become privy to more and more people's tastes and picks, but none of it would make sense. It would every every revelation would confuse you further. You know, the threads and you go insane the working yeah. for Pitchfork. Yeah. But that's what it's like being in the Nazi party. I think I'd imagine. You know, <laughs> wow, it just yeah. didn't make sense. I feel like you know? I feel like Pitchfork is wow. gonna go really like is gonna like they're gonna go, send go, us. A I think they're gonna go, they're gonna go like Starbucks mode because of this or something and start like putting out. 
I video know. content that's like how well they treat their employees and like how like, <laughs> oh, yeah. their like facilities are. They whatever. never pee in bottles while writing <laughs> columns. Yeah. It's iconic. Um, uh, but no, but I think what you said are, though that the way they're just trying to keep Amazon. people confused, man, with their with their picks. I think I think it's so. I think it's so. Yeah. Um, All right. So let's uh, let's move into the albums. Yeah, yeah. What do we got? We have Godspeed. I think is written as our first. Is that our uh, first one? Uh, yeah. Okay. That's our yeah. Godspeed. All right. Um, well. Oh God. What do we feel about this? Um. Okay. Well, I don't know, man. What? what Godspeed. You Black Emperor. Like they come out of '90s kind of slow core kind of like Canadian. Core. Yeah. Shit happened. This is all happening in Canada too. So in its its own kind right. of Montreal, right? Know, They're like a Quebecois, yeah, political yeah. unit almost kind right, of too. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. I think that was the dude. The what's the guy's name? Um, Ephraim Maynuk is right. the leader of Godspeed. You black emperor. I was reading up on him a little bit earlier today, and where is that? Wait, find much, I'm sorry. But, is that? What? Is that... I think it's effort. Godspeed yeah. you, Black Emperor. Or is it that Godspeed one? you, Black Emperor? Godspeed you, Because where's the, where's the exclamation mark? But um, that dude, like, was... He, he seemed... He was like... There was some stuff on his Wikipedia page. I was like, yeah, for a while I was, like, living in basements, like, with, like, blah, 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 or, like, something. Right. And he, and he read, But then right before that, I was like... His his dad was a doctor and his mom was like a was a professor of course, or something like course. that. You know, and then like, of course. like so it's not so you know it's not just like he could have gone to college. Circumstantial. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you said he looked pretty haggard in a lot of the interviews you watched. Yeah, I said something I said some kind of mean things about him actually to no, you the other were... night. No, it's just like I said he was like dr- he was druggy. Or like, like I guess druggy. that's mean. I, <laughs> I don't think that's mean. a nice thing to say. I heard they were kind of I don't of know druggy. why I said that. I think he there's just he had this look into some interviews that is like this guy's big. I didn't. I meant it in dumb. like a, in an ultimately like a sympathetic way. I don't mean to slander him because because of whatever, but just like that, he looked a certain way and looked like maybe recovering from stuff, which was you know, which was good on like super mm. uh, inspirational, I guess, whatever. But you know, but anyway, they, they so they. Sorry, I'm, I'm <laughs> bad guy. I, uh, which which is super inspirational that he recovered from. Changes Wait, to what the shit fuck are you doing? No, I didn't take a shit, him, man. Bro. I never took a shit in school, bro. Changed um, the poop come out of his butt. But, no, I didn't, bro. I would have, have been in there twenty, thirty minutes. That was the case. Yeah, just a, just a half hour. Um, but they have I don't know they have some good albums I suppose they have that one album that got kind of big from two thousand the Razor. Right. Little fist raise your skinny fist like antennas up to, to heaven. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never really got into them because their shit is too wordy, and I'm kind of like, I don't care. Even their already. titles and stuff. Their titles, yeah, yeah it's too yeah. wordy, and I'm. I already. Well, that's how they make care. up for no for no vocals for no lyrics. They just right, just yeah. say, shove them all in the irony. Um. Well. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, Godspeed is one of those bands that are a little bit I don't even want to call it like gatekeeping but I just always feel like someone likes them that you know and that person that likes them thinks that you know that is just a part of the great music canon the cool music canon and there's no argument about it and I do think there is kind of an argument I don't necessarily think Godspeed is beautiful composed music like people seem to think it is it's like 
lot of the time. Kind of a jam band, right? Yeah. Bit, but not know, even like, jamming. What are you jamming on? One note? Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's what it kind of felt it's like. It's not a drone. They're just playing. They play the simple. I'm sorry, change. I do not mean. I'm just. I need the viewers. Never. No, you but it felt like kind of a droney jam where it was like, right. oh, this like you get, you're just kind of like playing <laughs> with your with your uh, eccentric lines, you know, so yeah. musical ideas here all but, and, together. And, and, nobody plays harmonically interesting. Well, but it's parts. like it's like, like you think you'd imagine the session being like so the people hired to play like violin or something are like, oh, okay, so we just jam on like the A or A minor or something and be like, nope, it actually goes like this, like da 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 da. Dun, right, exactly. Dun, dun, right. Dun, dun, oh, so you want like, us to and play that, that, over, that over and over and over? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh kill. Over and over. it's like, all right, man. Like, you better just like wear earplugs to the session because yeah. I, it's going to be distracting if you hear anyone else playing because you're not playing anything that yeah. has right. any cohesion. It's like it's like something yeah. that I I don't know. It's like almost like like it tr- it like makes like it, it's like minimum like in my monkey brain like when i think like like hmm, minimalism good or bad (laughs) and it tells and i listen to shit like this and i'm like ooh, minimalism bad right (laughs) yeah bad stupid music like so (laughs) true it it wishes i'll listen to something else and i'll be like oh minimalism good right yeah yeah. it so wishes it was associated with like classical minimalism and all that in that way yeah like it really wants to be like, turning its repetition about, yeah. into something transcendental. Right. But I don't get anything out of it like that. It feels super predictable to me. Like, every Godspeed track works the same way. They're going to play this line over and over again. But at first, it's just going to be like a harmonium and a guitar. <laughs> and then it's going to start to build where more instruments are just playing that exact same line. And then all of a sudden, the drums are going to come in, right? You got, and it's like, and then they go, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that, man? It's boring. I gotta be honest. It's not even a downer. It's boring. It doesn't evoke something from me. It's not. It's. 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 It yeah. just feels kind of. Um, and mind you, yeah. Big. It feels like it's huge sounding, with very little structure, like structurally inside to. Yeah. Make it feel actually uh, meaty. Why don't we listen to Job's Lament? Yeah, yeah. Job's Lament. This maybe. is the new yeah. album. Or the new <laughs> song. Like, I think it's Jobs, album. like yeah. Steve. Steve Jobs. You think? Jobs Lament. Lament. I think right. But jo- that wouldn't That's be Jobs with a plural because I thought that Cherry had a plural. You're right. So maybe it's Job's Lament. But I, I, well, Steve Jobs, I feel like is more relevant. Maybe they're talking mm. about Job from Arrested Development. No, it's spelled different. Was <laughs> it spelled Job? It's spelled Gob, yeah. In Arrested Development, his name is spelled G-O-B, but it's Job. Yo, that show was so funny. Lit. <laughs> that show was lit. This R. is Arrested Development uh, yeah, shout-out segment. Yeah, this has become an Arrested <laughs> Development podcast right now. <laughs> All right, new charter, new, new pod charter. Have you turned Can't. the song on, or, or, or is it really, like, just silent? Oh, it's on. Godspeed, you slow ass song. <laughs> that was dumb. I love it. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Wait, that's, this is gonna go on for like. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna skip a bit because this shit is eight minutes long. Okay, while well, there's no music really playing, uh, let's talk about the album cover. It looks like, um, uh... Yin Yang. Yeah, I was gonna say, it looks like a Yin Yang made out of two jellyfish made of tampons. Yeah. Is, wow. Yeah. I don't know, do, do we do we agree with that? Uh, I actually think the cover is my favorite. It yeah. looks like... It looks like it's gonna be more interesting music than it is, Pepsi, right? Pepsi logo. What? I see a Pepsi logo. Oh, I just yeah, see two flowers. True. I just see two, two wow. fucking yeah, flowers. Yeah, it's got some Rorschach sense, vibes. Yeah, it's got some Rorschach vibes. I mean, what do you I think, think it I says think, about us? I think us? the Rorschach vibe, if we're gonna look at this as a Rorschach test, my, my results are fucked up, dude. I said it looked like a jellyfish Tamp- made of yeah, tampons. Yeah, made of tampons. What the fuck? Yours is, yeah, very Freudian psychosexual. I, I mean, I, psychotic fuck, dude, sexual I'm a psycho. Is what but Laszlo's is like soulless corporate. You're right, Laszlo. Yeah. That, but you, but he's, but I can't lie that he's not, he's not, he's, he's on, he's on the mark. It does kind of yeah. look like the Pepsi logo. Yeah. But that may, means you're a soulless corporate person as well. It's true, you dude. Just I mean, I'm yourself. a psycho. I'm an American psycho, Christian Bale. Uh, Christian Bale type dude. Christian Bale <laughs> type uh, Just guy. kidding, but not. Nah, you know what I mean? Nah, I'm not the really, one who dude, sees really. the beauty in everything. <laughs> the tastemaker gap. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alright, this is Job's little man. Protest, like don't make yeah. this music. Go, go, um, uh, write to your con to whoever yeah, runs pass out your pamphlets local. and shit. You know, like yes, totally. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like um, in, in general, it's just the whole record sounds like either that or little field recordings. Yeah, that's uh, what it, of, no, like, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And it's just, well, it's, there's something really dull. I was listening to it on the train, and that element of it was kind of um, redundant in that oh, in that yeah. uh, environment. You know, I was like, oh, I'm hearing, like, field recordings of people. Yeah. Oh, I'm also just, he- I don't know yeah. what I'm, he- I mean, I did know what I was hearing, what was coming from the album, but. If you'd recorded it, you wouldn't know. I actually have a pretty li- funny listening story myself. If any of you want to take control of the situation, yeah, I'm taking control. Um, No, uh, (laughs) so we, I listened to this album, and many of the albums we were, I think all of the albums we were supposed to listen to for this week, while watching the iconic new film. Kong versus Godzilla on HBO Max. I turned the sound all the way down to zero on my television. Did you put on subtitles? Uh, yes, yes. Cool. So that I yeah, could still okay, follow yeah, the plot yeah, line. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. And it was an extremely enjoyable movie. Visual feast, feast for the eyes. Loved it. Um, and taste uh, made. Taste made. Taste made. I, you had an eye orgasm. I really died an eye orgasm. And... A shoegasm as well, but there was a separate issue. 
and Shoe-gasm? the Godspeed. Let's just the Godspeed album. Oh my yeah. hands cramped a little. Uh, the Godspeed album went perfectly <laughs> with King Kong versus Godzilla. It was totally epic. It's, I think yeah. that was a, the only situation where the music's dumb Neanderthal note, 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 like same yeah, note, same yeah, note, yeah, yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah. That's that's where it went. Really like, well because so it's two giant monsters be like beating each other, you know. Totally, mm. that that yeah. would have been dope. Yeah, with this it was fucking function. awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, you should just appropriate actually both of these pieces of media and, and make a collage. I'm making an art piece. Godspeed, yeah. you Black Emperor, collaborate with uh, yeah. movies in Hollywood yeah, exactly. and make a soundtrack. Yo, Godspeed, <laughs> you kind of music Black is Emperor. Good. Yeah, no one's gonna know how to. It's gonna be the most awkward. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, how do you have a meeting? Like, God speed you, Black I wanna, Emperor. Yeah. <laughs> I want to I put, like, like this music. All right, never mind. That was a dirty. I was going to say, like, put this music to porn. Like, Yo, <laughs> it would kind of fit. That's you the know thing. What? Like, what, normalize, like, what? normalize porn. It's cinema just like, like anything slow. else. What's that, what's that slow set? That slow kind of tantric sex? Yeah, tantric sex. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. As long as the set is a comfortable and, you know, equitable set. Like, yeah, like. Porn is art. And, that would be um, awesome. Yeah. Okay. Do you think that these guys would be into the idea? <laughs> I'm gonna support my boy Laz on that one. Wait, I, I can't. Wait, I can't live. What, what do you think that these guys would be into the description of their music as being like tantric sex? Like, do you think that they baby would... making music? Yeah. Like, do you think they'd be like, yeah. fucking rad, dude? Yeah, 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 yeah. Completely. No, like, my music yeah. is like making love to a beautiful, yeah. beautiful. They'd probably no, they'd be like, make really sense, validated. bro. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's what it was like in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like making a baby. I knew it was going to be a good track when I felt like I just had made love with my drums and all these high and I made a baby in my drums yeah. and these other fifty year olds. Yeah, I knew uh, I got my drums uh, uh, pregnant. Like. Okay, get ready. We're gonna do speed round because. Uh, well, well, let's I, just go. Let's just go to the next gonna, one. We're just going to go to the next one. We don't one. need to, you know, keep yeah, talking. They, Lost. A lot of the tracks sound like that. You know? Okay, so the next album is Lost Girls by Lost Girls. Lost Girls. Which is Jenny Haval. Who's right. a very cool Norwegian, like, poet, mm-hmm. avant-garde artist. Mm-hmm. Avant-garde music artist. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, kind of dancey pop with, with kind of, like, sort of modern-y poetry. I yeah. fucked with it heavy, dude. And Thought I think that's awesome. a good description yeah, it of it. Yeah, like yeah. it. Um, well, I like that sort of using the like techno dance music soundscape to just score, you know, like interesting readings and shit like that. You yeah, know, like exactly. That's what, that was, that was yeah. cool. And that goes really well with it because it's like sometimes that shit gets boring because, you know, like there's not that much occupying you like audibly in the, in totally. the song. But with techno... It's just like it's a repetitive or whatever it yeah, is, yeah. you know, um, and then you can kind of just hear someone talk over that, and it's and it and it and it is sort of satisfying to your brain. At least it was to me. Like I was in the gym <laughs> again, yeah. listening to this. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that really sounds good. perfect. Yeah, yeah it kind of yeah. it kind of like was stimulating enough. You know that it was never. I don't know. It, it, it was, uh, and I think that that is it's kind of like there's something really interesting about the kind of like the voice of like the eye or whatever, or the voice of the oh the kind narrator of subject, yeah, mm. against the grid, you know, yeah, of the, the musical, oh right, yeah, right. because it did it, it, it was know. sort of. Yeah, it went really well. Like some of the lyrics to like just the very oppressive kind of overbearing yeah. sound. Yeah. 
uh, of this like repetitive uh, the monotony of the workaday life you know like yeah. you get up you go and to that, the thing that, you yeah. go to the club you do all these things it's you like, repeat you repeat you right, repeat right. Yeah. you like, know I was saying to Teddy earlier like it, it there's all this stuff on the album that kind of made like as much as I enjoyed it I really genuinely did but there was a lot of stuff on this album that had a kind of like it made me chuckle a little bit because it was like mm-hmm. just you know it like sounded like uh, kind of Perf- like performative like performance yeah. already like yeah like yeah. let us understand uh like oh, our yeah. bodies in the space right oh, now yeah. <laughs> you know it's like, so like, air too it feels oh, yeah. very air quotesy like a yeah, lot of it's yeah, like yeah. kind of doing that for real but also aware of how much of a stereotype that right. is like yeah, you felt yeah. like it was Some in between that like, kind of funny yeah. you know maybe it felt cool. a little ironic yeah well it felt it felt like the stuff that was the most like pretentious for lack of a better word also felt like the most like drunk kind of like somebody falling last words before falling into kind of like a ketamine slumber or something yeah, wow yeah someone you know, a very like, smart like, person think, yeah. yeah exactly somebody who has like jumble in their brain like maybe it's yeah. like a grad student or something just being like i feel like i'm like <laughs> i don't know yeah, like, yeah this yeah. is one what did she say like this is double fiction this is two things this yeah. is double fiction yeah, like, yeah, it's double fiction. yeah double fiction it was cool but i really i mean interesting really interesting writing really good stuff i'm a double ganger double gang Double gang. Uh, well, sure. I like the song. Uh, <laughs> what was your favorite? Play a doppelganger. It's here, uh, carried by invisible <laughs> bodies. Yes. Yeah. Right, oh, this, this song is crazy. It's just yeah. kind of a single, wasn't it? Kind of from this record, like, this oh, was this at was least released single? before, maybe. That makes sense, dude. Yeah. I didn't. I, I, I didn't, don't know. I didn't I don't follow. Know. It's a tight track. Tight track. Tight track. Taste me. spoken word on that yeah right now sample I don't feel like that track me oh here we go oh yeah it's Yeah. so-called realistic conversations or fictional right it definitely it feels like there's <laughs> yeah. rude, but there's uh. an inherent irony though that she's playing into between mm-hmm. like the way the music is like got someone in the background yeah 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 she's saying this very like almost like if you were just an eye floating around and right around like maybe bossa nova civic club exactly you just heard some stupid shit somebody was it's like young professionals talking to each other like right and then in the background is like the club people get down people rubbing each other's hips like shit like that and then someone's just like 
talking about themselves on and on or like yeah. really yeah. kind of like you said like, like in a hole because they got too high or like but it's kind of but then yeah i think also with this song i remember when i was listening to it last night i was walking around and i it started off that way and i got yeah like when the voice started when there was that spoken word thing when it first came in i was kind of in this mode of listening to it right where it was like oh my god this is like listening to the most annoying person in the club right now talking to their friend <laughs> yeah. like rattling off about like just what their like inner eco ecology has been like for the past week or whatever but then as your night progresses or whatever and you get like more out of it or something like they're there and they're still talking over there in the corner or something and all of a sudden they have like a new there's a new sheen, there's a new, like, truth to their speaking or whatever <laughs> because it's just, like, dumb and, ra- you know, kind of raw yeah, and, like, yeah, visceral yeah. and... Anyway. I'm, yeah, but, no, completely. But that, but that album's cool, and the the cover I really like, too. I just, it, it was a it was exciting for, for me to hear that record. I think, yeah, like, the, we're, we've been harping on the, the spoken word thing, but I think that was so, like... Which is not even the primary, uh, I feel like, like, feature of the album too like it, sure. it is just yeah. kind of fun like dance music on a certain level like i was yeah. just really enjoying the beginning of that yeah. track yeah. yeah yeah it's maybe not the most like original you know like maybe if you're like a really techno head oh like, you yeah, like, this is boring and or like it was i, I definitely thought, it was thought like it's good i thought it was really yeah. tasteful i thought like like it yeah it's not the most like um galvanizing music or kind of like it's it's almost I don't know if, this, I, like, if I heard it in the club I don't, chill vibes, the, yeah. I don't know if it would be what I thought of as a banger afterward no, yeah. you know? but, but it's, but, it's like kind it. of, but it has yeah, like but such a yeah. it just has a real finesse to it I think but in terms I do of think like genre totally I totally agree but I also I think the words are what make it pop yeah the yeah. words like, like that, that's what distinguishes that's what makes it. us a good record you exactly know? Yeah. exactly her words the effort the character she puts into them are really unique. I mean, we don't want to credit. There's another person, I guess. It's Lost yeah, Girls I, is I a duo. Yeah, kind of to figure out like where with Jenny Vall like and some artists, else. right? Yeah, or something. Yeah, so, yeah. Right? Well, no, it's, they're like two it's, people. No, no. So it's Lost Girls, photo. comma like this is the Spotify like yeah. credit. It's okay. Lost Girls, comma Jenny Vall, comma Havard Holden. Oh right, Har- yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know who or Harvard Walden. Yeah, I think yeah, Harvard Walden. I, I was just calling him Harvard Walden. Yeah. Well, um, we, but it's yeah, like Swedish. It. It's got the stupid little um, tiny circle above an A, the most ridiculous letter I've ever seen. What I imagine um, is that Jenny Hwal and Harvard Walden are. Sounds like Voldemort. Yeah, Harvard Harvard Voldemort. Both have their own solo careers, and they collabed to make City Girls. Lost Girls, but yeah. Oh, shit. (laughs) Um, Gab is... So what's uh, our next track, last? Kissing. We have two more albums left, and, and I don't think we need to really... I mean... We can talk as much as we want oh, about them, yeah. but we have dry cleaning, which I would honestly like. I mean, I, I want to play it because I want to plug. Yeah, play I want to plug bit. Hope Road because it. This is just what it reminded me of, yeah. and yeah. I think that association is a good excuse to like plug a track I really like. Totally. Um, but yeah, dry cleaning, dude. I was not super into oh, it. Oh my like god, I couldn't. I I couldn't get through it. I really yeah. couldn't. I. It felt like. It's funny because it, it was the, it's like the foil to the last album to the lost. Oh, I was yo, I was totally thinking record, that right? when I was like, wait, I don't like this, but I do <laughs> like this. 
What different? <laughs> what di- both have woman voice yeah, over repetitive music that I listen to otherwise. You know, with these sort of like cool, <laughs> cool, like sort of feminine sounding narration yeah, yeah. Um, and dry cleaning. Like I <laughs> fucking hated it. Like I hated that. And yeah. then Lost Girls, I was like pretty into it the whole time. Yeah. And my, my yeah, my caveman brain was just like, this yeah. doesn't compute. Dude. I know. I, I know the same thing. Yeah. I was, I was like, <laughs> why? What? What? Yeah. What? I, mean, just, I guess that just goes to show that like individual skill. Yeah, and just, and more, I, you know, there's more of a... Artists are... There's more, I think there was just more integrity in the Lost Girls thing. This shit sounded like they were real, like... They were tra- I don't know who these people trendy. are. They sound to me like they've, like, they almost... This seemed like some weird... It is weird word to use in this context, but, like, almost like, like, it's a very, like, cocky album and that it's, like... Yeah. Yeah, we'll just that. put... We'll just, like, like, record this kind of, like, you know anodyne like like boring uh yeah pu- like kind of post rocky punk yeah, it's, music it's like or whatever like weird jawbreaker yeah yeah it, it wasn't no, it not it just sounded muddled to me even that old. kind of it like trajectory old to me, and then the know? singing yeah. is like not mixed well i mean it's mixed in in this maybe intentional way that you can't hear which is what obnoxious going it, it on obnoxious. About. but you don't really care at a yeah. certain point because you're like this just is like boring i don't know maybe in the background yeah. or like you're doing you're fiddling with something. It might be cool, but well, like, tastemaker so Gab, who was taking a whiz for a second, uh, just just want is fascinated by this convo about right. What's the difference? Why is the one background music with like post punk with spoken word vocals good on one spoken word vocals? With like kind of disco techno yeah. thing, not good. I mean, it is good. They're whereas the other is not good. They're conceptually like really the similar same. project. Yeah, yeah. Right. The but same I world. think that it really again does come down to the writing. Yeah. Of Jenny Vall, she's good. Yeah. Good really poet. is kind of interesting, right? She's an interesting poet. She's it got a really cool perspective, energy. dude. You know what it reminded me of? Yes. She's got, like she's got a really good sense for like. Uh, vernacular, and I mean, this is probably just because she's from the United Kingdom. Um, but like, she's I got think a she's really like good Norwegian. Sense of, like, oh, Norwegian. Okay, so even yeah. cooler. Like, I don't know. Like, there was um, the way she was like talking. Like, the, like it sounded exactly like some of my cousins who live in London. You know, like it was interesting. Like the way that they talk about their lives. You know, I was like, this is cool that you've like captured this voice. You know, a sort of young curious voice yeah kind of and it was like it felt it felt like a lost, character someone who had lost like girls a lost girls dude. like she's capturing what it feels like to be analyzing yourself as a lost girl mm-hmm. or anyone it was great right i think in the difference dry like with cleaning? dry cleaning there isn't it's like the voice maybe it's just time jenny vall's been working for a while but the voice on dry cleaning is not as clear. It's kind of snarky in a way that's like undeserved. It's like yeah, what, you, what like yes. what album, like what 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 dope shit did you do that I give a fuck? You know, right? About it this. felt it <laughs> felt sort of like there's also a lot of emotion and yearning. I felt like with Jenny Vall. Yeah. yeah. Whereas the dry cleaning record felt full of this kind of like nineties. Like and also, man, th- this whole thing has been going on for a minute. Of, like people bringing post punk type music back 
kind of it's stuff. Like Frankenstein yeah. shit. And it's at like why? It, it really yeah. is. Yeah, it feels like the most basic. No, it's some. It's some zombie. It's whatever kind of like you know thread of like cultural right. We keep coming kind of back to zombieism thing. Yeah, it, cult. It's a cultural zombie. Kind of, yeah, I feel like, you know, well, people talk a lot about, like, a, a lot in painting, it's kind of a popular way to... to zombie to formalism. things now, like, zombie, zombie formalism. Zombie, zombie formalism well, we now coin. is being talked about. It, it's like, yeah. Zombie, zombie. Zombie, zombie formalism, that's cool. Like, that, I feel like that's zombie a dope thing. Zombie by Fellow I would love to, like, <laughs> go to, uh, uh, like, a museum with someone who, like, you know, maybe, I don't really know that much about painting, but I'd love to go to a museum with someone who... Like doesn't know that much about painting and just keep calling things zombie, <laughs> like keeping like yeah, a, yeah. Uh, zombie yeah, this is zombie modernism, man. I <laughs> yeah, don't fucking yeah. just like keep using that's a great book. Yeah. This is zombie pop um, art, man. Uh, yeah, man. It's zombie conceptual art, man. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude. This is yeah. Uh, well, this, this is yeah, banshee. This yeah. is I mean, banshee. But it's obvious. Painting. But you know, in a way, it's like <laughs> it, it, I think it's, it's voodoo it, painting. Not not as like isolated acts of like created as of creativity or like creative effort or the will or whatever, like in all these like albums being created that are sort of trying to bring like post-punk back, like maybe post-punk ideals filtered through some kind of like contemporary configuration back. But they're all expressions, I think of a want to like, of a need to kind of like cruise forward in a way. Mm. And like, we were just talking about, you know, it's interesting. It is interesting. There's like, it, it, I don't know, the, sort of the modern diet or the like contemporary diet right now of new music is becoming a little more jazzified or like kind of yeah, worked or yeah. like kind of yeah. kind of deconstructed in these ways that are are a little uh, more than well, just I was kind of getting kind heavy of yeah. you know? vibes. Yeah. From some of these picks, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, but it was like 2013 coming back, you know, uh, first is tragedy, second is farce. Yeah, like Mark right. said, right, you know, it was right. like uh, just the kind of fake and bad this time. Yeah. But some of it yeah. was cool, like like Lost Girls was cool. But it's yeah. funny though, like post punk lends itself well to kind of like pseudo jazzy impulses totally. that like aren't very well thought out. No, right. So that in like a jazz slacker undergirding right. and like yeah. discordant vibes, blue tones, you know, like odd rhythm, odd time signatures, you know, things like that. Like that's more post punk. That's more that kind of like angular shit. And so I can see why the kids and mm -hmm. the at young adults and the adults are even our age, you know, like like every or older, they're all they're gravitating toward a sound that's kind of this like post punk, jazzy, ooh, you know, like ooh. these yeah the, the, ooh. these kind of the, ooh, something jazz. that's the most jazz related of all the. Uh, you know, super whiteified guitar rock kind of genres. Jazz. White guitar rock vibe. Yes. You know, like either, right, you got like, you know, jam bands or punk or something. You mm. know, like these things are very kind of like yeah. white college kid music. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. But some of them lend themselves more to jazzy vibes or things that yeah. are going to hook into a more diverse contemporary consciousness uh like some of them like post-punk hook into kind of jazz a little easier uh yeah. with the a rhythms yeah. and stuff so you know it makes sense yeah yeah and and i thought that was a great segue into talking about uh the new riley walker 
album, um, which is called... What the fuck is this shit yeah, called? Yeah, what the fuck is this shit called? My Look, guys, album. Uh, no, my new album, This album was a bit of an afterthought for yeah. me personally. It was an afterthought for us, man. It was an afterthought for the guy who fucking made no, <laughs> He was about <laughs> yeah. to say it was an afterthought for Riley Walker. Okay, he... look, we don't mean to be rude, but the tastemakers did not like this. There is a reason why it came in last. This is last and least. This is totally like last indicating least because we did yeah. not care. And it, and it's okay, you know. I made I made I. It's not like I have beef with with this cra- or like people who like love this music or the guy who's making this music. It's just like I'm I'm not ha- I'm not having it. No. Um, um, yeah, I, no, and it's just interesting. It, yeah. it to it's interesting because this, this felt like yeah. what you were talking about earlier about just this just chaotic taste from Pitchfork. <laughs> no, no, see that's I. This is why I needed to say this. Like, what the I should have just. Mm-hmm. Oh, you should have cut it. you right. off. You no, 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 no. I should have just cut you off right there because this isn't a Pitchfork. This is a stereo gum. This is the stereo gum album oh. of the week. They're we've all had in on three, it. We've had yeah. three best new musics yeah. from Pitchfork. Got, or no, we've had two best new musics and one record that just got an 8.1. And that's Godspeed, you Black Emperor. But Riley Walker was recognized stereo by Stereo Gum as the album of the week last week yeah. so uh, where does know. that leave us i mean seriously well uh, i mean it's still kind of what you said like i don't know it was last who said that from. it was last who said the chaos yeah, you said yeah. That. yeah, yeah. Well, i mean maybe but, guess, but that's why know. it doesn't that, matter see the thing with stereo gum though is like they're a little bit they're they're a bit uh more wholesome than than pitchfork i think still like they have a bit of like um they i go think for the i hooks. think they plug this thing because this guy has been at it for a while, and actually has like a pretty. He's made a career out of this shit, and it's pretty impressive. Like his what he's. Yeah. Do we want to play a second of it? Done yeah. with his output. It's just bad music. It's just not good. It's yeah. it's not my. It's he not like my thing at loves all. the Dave Matthews band. Yeah, he actually. It yeah. like it really yeah. sounds like it, and I don't really give. I'm not here. He's for really self. I don't hate. Yeah, I don't hate him. You know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you were saying this about his interviews. He has a funny tick in interviews where not like a physical tick, but more of just kind of like a mental Behavior. acrobatics thing where he's like he says things and like immediately says like, "Oh, uh, but you know, I'm like not smart or anything. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, I'm not a good oh, writer. Yeah. He's like someone who apologizes. He just keeps apologizing. Yeah. And it's Come really. On, it's fun. I'm totally fine with apologies, but. Like if that's his style, but it's just weird, uh, you know. It's so like you have more faith in yourself. Like, just yeah, calm, come just, on, dude. Just calm down. It makes like, me feel bad that we're ragging on him so much. I know. I, well, and also because but maybe he's right, dude. Yeah. But see, this is why I found I, it so sus because that his like his his lyrics and everything, like he th- kind of throws a lot into the soup in this album. Like it's songs that have kind of you know sort of like expansive like conceptual ambitions or whatever really the lyric writing is just kind of like about like it's it's almost like talking about like art or something like there's just oh, a lot of yeah. that kind of language the album cover is like an impressionistic kind it's of like, like a painting like cu- it's a little yeah, abstract like cubist, painting, like, yeah. kind of, not cubist but like yeah like yeah it's a little kind of geometric and abstraction it just kind of is like he it's like he's trying to kind of win, like seduce people in a. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know anything seduce about this guy people. or whatever, yeah. but he's just kind he's of like, oh, I'm like, I'm yeah. like nothing, I'm like nothing. But then he's like, but I'm thinking about things, I'm thinking all about the stuff that I got the world like, inside of me. I'm really track. crazy. <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, no, yeah. that's always yeah. sus. Like when an artist's like work kind of 
says things about who they might be as a person and then their persona like kind of just feels fake yeah in comparison yeah, yeah, to that yeah. you know that's always like what like what are you putting on and like what do you what do you think you're getting over on us uh, yeah. false yeah. modesty yeah so cancel the fakers maybe we should listen to a little bit and not just yeah not just shit just be it. on our high horses judging this poor man. Yeah, this this I guy. Guess. I mean, look, we can rag on, you know. Yeah, we I give don't know everybody, why I feel so. We give everybody the same skittish. level of shit. So. Yeah, I don't care who you are. We're like we South Park. We make album. fun of everybody. Exactly. Yeah. My name, actually, I'm thinking of changing my name to South Park. Dude, what do you guys think of that? South Park? No, South Park. I'll take that as a yes. That is a good idea. This is the Riley Walker album? Yep. Like, what track? Where did, can we play like the first track? That's not, that's You're like, right, the first track is the. Oh my god, fuck this song. No, play it. So it even. What the fuck? Like, this is so. This is just lifting some shit that I feel like my dad would play in the car on the yeah. way to swim practice growing yeah. up. You know, oh, like, totally. there's, some, there's some like no, there's 60s like instrumental shit. That it sounds like lifting. Chicago. Yeah, it sounds Chicago, like Chicago. Yeah, it's either Chicago or like fucking Weather Report, man. Like he's been listening a lot of like jazz fusion and like. I had Chicago. I had such like a like when I. Listen to this record. I had such like, I had such like a, ew reaction. Ew. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like, like, oh my like, god! Like, oh, it's gonna it's be this so kind of album. Disgusting. Like, ew. It's like sweaty. Like, <laughs> well, there's like no grits. There's like no grit to me on any of the instruments. Right? It's like all recorded so clean. And he's like, and so, then when the voice comes in and you don't, you know, hear it but right. in this part, but we play, but he he's like, so, and you know. And the song, and the song's coming into me in the night. Right, right. And I'm all again, you know. It's, it's just like, like is Frazier, is Frazier going into the office? Like, what yeah, the fuck is God. the soundtrack? <laughs> like, fuck this. You know, I, I hate like that it. sound like that. Because it, it, as oh, music, I, it kind of just sounds like somebody showing you something cool that they can do with an instrument. You no, know, totally. Like, not yeah, like a great composition. Really, like, naive. I mean, in a way that I kind of love cool. it personally yeah sure i liked that yeah. and then the guy started fucking singing like Dave yeah and then i was like no way I but then it's like in retrospect you go back and you're like this guy made them the band do that and you're kind of like Ugh. and then he fucking shat on it by right. putting his yeah. lyrics over there yeah like he's i have a kind of i kind of have like it made me think about why people find dave matthews band like so repellent and yeah there's just like very good reasons that it's it it basically sounds like you're being cornered by, like, a white dude who's just, like, trying to show you his flavors or something. Right, and, or and John Mayer. Like, we mentioned yeah, John, John Mayer, Mayer last yeah, episode, It's too. the same kind of thing, where it yeah. just, it feels... But, you know, John Mayer doesn't even... It, he doesn't it's fuck funny. with his music, like, outside of making it, right? Or he yeah, just oh, and also like, his lyrics... Yeah. Like, it's just kind of the thing with Dave Matthews, was always, for me, it was always that he was you're like reading his diary diaries in a way or something Yo, and there's he just a thinks, lot yeah, of like Dave thinks he's a great lyricist whereas like John Mayer wrote Your Body is a Wonderland yeah so he wrote like, these yeah. shitty ass which is kind of they're kind of hilarious better. Yeah. yeah and then, and but this Riley Walker album is the same as the Dave Matthews thing where it's just like 
dude, like, what are you, what are you going on, what are you going on about, and, like, wh- why do you feel like I'm, why do yeah, I like, feel like I need to, like, yeah. sympathize with you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It put, I don't know, it made me think too much, I guess, so. Bad. Totally. Bad. Bad, no. bad, bad. No thought. No I know. Thought. No. I know Dave Matthews. No brain, most from um the, the house episode that he was a guest on. So that's about right. all. It's that's how good. I can talk about. You it. know, there's and there's like a great video on YouTube um that I couldn't find the other. Oh night when right. I was looking for it, so I guess they took yeah, it off. I guess like text Dave us. Matthews. Text, text us. Text us if you can find it. Management yeah. took it off, but it's like Dave Matthews at a some festival and he's just doing some crazy freestyle like some crazy freestyle rapping like no 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 not saying words he's saying sounds <laughs> but rapping this it's like uh i don't really want to he's scatting do it he's like scatting yeah he's, like, listen. he's scatting yeah he's scatting. Wow. oh that's scatting. what it, it right that's the word scatting but it sounds like he's doing it poorly that you didn't even know it's, it it's like i i can't say how but it's just it's like offensive it's it's not offensive somehow like yeah i love that well, that is... Anyway. Oh, my God. You know what? Honestly, I think that is such an iconic note to end this episode on. Yeah. We've covered a lot of ground, guys. Let's make some final remarks. What do we think of the, the albums that Pitchfork and Stereo Gum are highlighting right now? You know, what's going on? What's going on for this week? What's the take? I mean, like like I said earlier, I, f- I felt very, like, 2013 vibes. Like, like the mm, kinds of yeah. critical taste that, that I was mm. hearing back then. Yeah. It feels like it's coming back, yep. you know? And mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're cycling a little bit. Yep. And, and I don't know how long these cycles I'm are. I'm hearing it. I'm yeah. hearing you. Yeah. I, I'd second that. I, th- I think, actually, um, it's also representative of a new, of unlike maybe, tw- uh, well, I don't know. Like, some of this stuff feels more mature to me in a weird way mm. than like 2013 mm. might have sounded I agree. but not in a not in a, like an actually mature way just a way of posturing like maturity, older you just know? old yeah. Not, yeah. not even yeah. more mature just, just right. older sounding see yeah. I have a theory alright mm-hmm. hear me out right now it's right it's the same thing as what was going on in 2013 yeah but what's changed is that in the time from 2013 to 2021 I found here, so the twenty in that time we all got laid. That might that's fascinating. <laughs> it might be a part of it, but what it more is is that, and maybe this has to do with Pitchfork Stereogram's decision too was getting laid. I don't know, but uh-huh. no, no, but that the, these websites started to I think become a little hesitant to be so negative towards the broader popular culture even as they weren't going to directly acknowledge it in their let's say five best songs of the week Mm -hmm. like we didn't see Lil Nas X Olivia Rodrigo was Nas was not best new track she was not we chose that because she's more popular so we just thought it was worth talking about yeah so even though we're nicer to the pop stars and the child actors of our day, the divide between these websites being the kind of art music and the pop culture being the pop culture kind of remains. Mm -hmm. And that's what Mm -hmm. I'm seeing. So it's just settling into a new boring. 
Yeah. But because you know nobody comments. Nobody even comments on each yeah. other because they're both well, like, no, well, I, I respect you. I think they yeah. do comment on right. each other because I feel like artists like Kiro Kiro Benito are people who kind of take this like hyper kind of popular sound and like this like methed out pop. Yeah. You know, uh, no, no, maybe not methed out, but, but like on Molly, you know, like pop on some kind of like extreme stimulant. Um, and it kind of mirrors that, that divide, you know, this sort of like more arty, like yeah. artist who's making music that kind of sounds like it's making fun of really, really popular sentiments, you know? And I feel like in that, that sense that, that divide is acknowledged, you know, yeah, I but hear it's, that. it's acknowledged in like, Oh, but this is the, like, it's good when it's in the sort of winking, uh, tone. Yeah. There's you know? right. I, I, I hear that's, yeah, it's an interesting <laughs> right. thing to think about what you're saying is that, you know, like, respecting i don't know in a way in a way like like hyper <laughs> people having some kind of like like hyper respectfulness of of i don't know like niche or niche or something niche. Or like, like <laughs> not no, niche not I was no no like fan fandom oh, yeah. almost fandom, this yeah. idea of like having yeah. respect for fandom yeah you and know, kind of like not you know because that's interesting that maybe there was a i think of like the 80s or something as a time when like people were really commenting on one thing, commenting on each other, but commenting yeah. on one thing. On the nineties, like early two thousands, people are really mean about celebrities. Yeah, and they felt like it was okay, and now that's changing. Yeah, and you're not necessarily going to hear that meanness about celebrities here, on Tastemaker, Song Believer, you know? but except for yeah. for you for won't like hear us for semi successful right. musicians like. Or, like, kind of semi-unknown musicians like Riley Walker. Or semi-successful, like, Godspeed. Yeah. But we will give them the shit they deserve. And nothing more. We are pragmatists, essentialists, all the way. And that's why you can (laughs) trust us, okay? We will simply destroy them. Yes, we will simply (laughs) just destroy them if they deserve it. With logic. With facts and logic. We will destroy these musicians with facts and logic, and we will tell Pitchfork that their taste is bad uh, using uh, facts and logic, that we will look at other music, and, and that is good, and we will tell it to them. Prove wow, it. Right, I'm going to pr- prove to you that Porches has made the most important music of the millennia using facts and logic. Next oh my time. god, this um, is why, this is why I think Ben Shapiro just came in as our final guest, and now he's hitting it off with Laz, and this is why yeah, I really have to flow. end, I have to end right now, um, but uh, talk to you guys later. I'm so high. This was a, <laughs> this was a Bro, long episode of Song Believer Tastemaker, but that's because we had a lot of ground to cover. And, and we'll a s- lot of weed smoking. Before. Oh, man. Oh, oh laser. You got it. We got it. Rock on. All People right. Catch so you next see time. you next <laughs> week and sponsor us, baby. Texas.